Welcome everyone to the TZR Podcast episode 300.3. <laughs> The new TZR podcast. I'm your host Dustin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Justin Chow. Three hundred point three. That's great. Yeah, and I'm also joined by Alex Shock. Hello. We're waiting on a new camera, a name, oh, camera, and shoot, uh, yeah. a fourth podcast member. A fourth podcast member, Liz. You know, send, when she decides to join us again, send your applications to. Uh... <laughs> um, I've also been looking at tables. I think I'm going to find like a really foo-foo, like collapsible table. So I, I'm, I'm committed to getting the video stuff to work. Yeah. Committed to getting the video stuff to work. Okay. So I want to make that happen. A foo-foo collapsible table. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, I don't... Do they make like super... I believe so. Okay. I believe so. It can fit in your pocket. Yeah, right. Research well, is still pending. All right. Anyway, guys, this week is a pretty big week in games. The much-anticipated Elden Ring has finally landed, and we have much to discuss regarding Elden Ring. Uh, but first, I want to just knock out a couple of news bits first. How does that sound? Yeah. Okay. So, first order of business. Did you guys hear about this update to Nintendo Switch Online? Is it Animal Crossing? <laughs> it's sort of involved in Animal Crossing. What? So, uh... News breaking from Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online has uh, implemented a missions and reward system. Like achievements? Sort of. Mm. uh, Into Nintendo Switch Online's app. So essentially what this is, is when you go into the Nintendo Switch Online app. uh, You're talking about the phone. No, no, no. The thing on on the Switch. Hmm. Here, okay. we'll, we'll do a live. No, it's okay. It's okay. No, no, I'll, no it's fine. I'll, I'll, <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. All right, all right. Okay. You can just check it out. <laughs> uh, click, so click, click. when you click on Nintendo Switch Online on the bottom, there's a new selection in the um, on the left-hand side called Missions and Rewards. And what this is now asking of you is there are certain missions. Oh, missions and Rewards. Which are like weekly challenges that they institute, which are like do certain things, oh. play certain games, like play like the first one that they had in there is play uh, Super Mario Brothers on the NES Virtual Console, whatever the thing is, um, and they'll give you platinum points, which historically have been used for the uh, My Nintendo rewards things. Yeah, but the rewards that they've added to this are little icons, mm. so you can change your. Avatar, icon, your avatar. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Uh, some of which are Animal That's Crossing cute. characters. They're Animal Crossing villagers. You can also change like the backgrounds of them, so they're much more interesting looking. But the current ones are just Mario Odyssey ones from the first hat level, which are kind of stupid, and then the Animal Crossing ones. So unless there's like a particular Animal Crossing character that you like, that w- I, I think that they were like they all have March birthdays are the ones that are there. Hmm. I don't know. Um, then that's something you should do. So if you're on, you know, maybe that's a little bit of value added to your Nintendo Switch Online experience. Neat. If I spend more time on that, like, storefront, that could be cool, but... Yeah. It's, it, it definitely, I, I, just to try it out, I was like, let me open up my NES thing and play Super Mario Brothers for a minute. I did that. It did not track my progress in the <laughs> missions thing, so I was like, okay, well... <laughs> and here we you go. You got halfway there, guys. <laughs> um... But just an interesting thing that they added. I thought that that was pretty cool. That is kind of interesting. I mean, do we think that that's going to expand out to more different types of rewards, incentives, like that Nintendo will put out on its Switch? I hope so. I mean, I do like the trophy idea. I mean, though I don't really partake in that. Or the achievements in, and the gamer score in like Xbox. But mm-hmm. Nintendo doesn't really have anything like that. Yeah, I, I doubt that it would reach their 
their individual games, but having it sort of exist in like the Nintendo Switch Online ecosystem, so like Super Nintendo, Nintendo, yeah, yeah. and N sixty four stuff, I could totally see that. It's interest. It's interesting too that uh, like we've seen the Nintendo website have this for the longest time, and they've mm-hmm. kind of like kind of sort of gamified it in a way, depending on like what you buy with that account and like how much you spend, and like if you go on, there's like a, maybe a rolling coin that you can click on. Yeah, and you I'm, can... I'm not mad at the gold coin implementation, mm-hmm. which is like when you buy a game, you get coins that like you essentially turn into like pennies or dimes that yeah. you would attribute to future purchases, which is like cool. So it's like you know you spend sixty bucks, you yeah, get like. 60 cents off your next thing is that how you is that how you also got those pins uh so the pins and stuff those came from oh where are they i'm gonna put them somewhere else there's like a promotion yeah so Mm. so those were a promo through my nintendo rewards but it required you to like do some goofy stuff i honestly can't remember what the whole process was it was sold out when we all like you got them but i i think we were all trying to get them yeah yeah the more recently they do have some interesting like actual like platinum rewards like that you use the platinum coins on which the platinum coins you get for just i don't even know what you get them for at this point but yeah i've been getting a lot of them for something um i have a lot of coins last time i checked there's like a lot yeah, i don't the, know what to do with them the last reward that i get so n- what i like now is that they've uh you can cash them out on their physical reward store so mm. like you they'll mail you stuff you have to pay for shipping oh, neat. but uh the last thing that i got from there was a uh a pop socket of the Hyrule Shield. See, I'm <laughs> so not, that's kind of cool. I'm, I mean, I'm not, is... I'm not going to use it, <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> that's not bad. I, yeah, I'm... pop sockets are. I know from buying some, they're kind of expensive for I, what they are. That's mm. you get, we're getting ripped off. Um, but it's it's interesting to think because like Square Enix has its own store, and I really like that the fact that you can buy into like their you know I don't know art figures or like little tchotchkes and keychains yeah. and whatever. Get the Ramza figure. I'm about to. I mean, that thing's not coming out until like August or so, so I have plenty of time to pre-order it. But um, let's pre-order sell out. Oh, that could happen. <laughs> it happens with the records all the time. That Final Fantasy X album that I got, you cannot get anymore. All right, I'll buy it later after this podcast. <laughs> um, but it's interesting. It's like Nintendo always had like the Nintendo Store where you can go and get official Nintendo merch. But uh, I don't know. I would like more ways of interacting with Nintendo as like, a company. I agree. I agree. Just open Nintendo World in Florida already. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, second piece of news before we get to the meat of the conversation. Well, uh, this actually came out today. was that Epic Games, uh, notorious mm. uh, eater of companies, ate another company. And this time they bought Bandcamp, which is very odd. I read I read the press release that Bandcamp put out about this, and they basically said that like the acquisition affects them basically not at all. They're like, yeah, we're owned by Epic now, but they've said that we should just continue to operate as an independent, you know, music, uh, like proprietor and, you know, support artists. Like they're like, nothing changes about our rates that we pay our artists or anything like that, which I think is, they said is like an 82% split. Like they give 82% of profits to the artists, which is great. I mean, that's a cool thing. Um, but yeah, so that's an old platform, isn't it? Like, I mean, it, some, I still use it pretty frequently. Like I'm probably on Bandcamp, like, I don't know. Once a week? Maybe like, I'd say like a handful of times a month. Yeah. Um, the only time I've ever had brush ups with Bandcamp was when I was looking for like specific music and they like specific music made by like no name artists. Yeah. And they, they sell, I think they sell or let you download songs and they sell either tracks or like digital downloads of like albums. But 
It's always yeah. been a weird thing, and it's been only a brush. Yeah, so it's typically like a name your own price thing. I think that's sort of like the base model that they have. So like, if you're a new artist, you could like put up an album, and you can like buy like the hard files of the album for mm. whatever you want to spend on them. Some people put prices, but oftentimes the way the reason I find myself on there is certain artists sell uh, their like records and CDs yeah. and stuff through there. So I've picked up a few records that way. Um, more recently, actually, it's just totally struck a chord in my mind. I got in contact with the composer. Do you remember a PS3 game called Shatter? It was mm-hmm. a uh, it was like a weird, really stylized brick breaker. No, nope. it was a cool game. It had a phenomenal soundtrack, and I found the composer of that, and they were selling copies of their record on there. Okay, and I yeah. ordered one a long time ago. So what I was uh, them. so what is the uh, what is the strategy behind Epic Games buying Bandcamp? I honestly don't know. I think like, what could they get from it? I think at this point it's more of like a differentiation thing. Like they're moving into music. I think they're just getting their hands in everything. You know what I mean? Kind of like. I, I don't know. Maybe at one point they'll be like, hmm, maybe it would be useful for us to just have access to all these artists or something. Or like, yeah, they're, maybe they're seeing just the price is kind of low right now. So like, why not? Let's expand our portfolio yeah. a little bit. <laughs> maybe yeah. they're just looking for music for games. That they, how much just, is it? Uh, I I didn't see anything that said how much. One hundred dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah. They just yeah. have all these tendrils. They got to put them somewhere. You know. Yeah. I mean, if you have a company that's making money like a little bit of money at least right i guess buying them for a low margin and then being able to uh now turn have like yeah well i mean no not even turn a profit or like change the business but now you have like an entire library of all of these i mean does no bandcamp doesn't own any right. of that music right yeah, no it's just, so they're it's, literally it's just the, the platform. platform that like collects these people and distributes it weird <laughs> yeah it's an interesting thing i mean i i don't know how shocking it is but Yep. That's the thing. That's the thing. Mm. Okay. That does it for the news, gentlemen. Uh, it's a shame that Liz is not on the podcast this week because we still have yet to hear her impressions of Horizon, which I know she's playing more of. I know she dabbled into Elden Ring a little bit. We forced her to buy that game. <laughs> That's specifically I don't even think she bought it. I think she's like playing her brother's copy or something. Oh, okay. The brother thing. I'm going to like... Every, anytime I mention her brother, it's going to like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, tweak me, you know? um, Why? Because well, because she was like, oh, so my brother plays games. Uh, you know? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. She's <laughs> laughing plays. right now. I know yeah, she's right. listening. Yeah. Right and now, I know James the, is listening too. I in hear the future, you. it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I know you play games. I'm thinking about you. Um, but yeah, so I, I, it's a shame that we can't hear her perspective on Horizon because I'm I'm very curious. You know what? You know, this is her game of the year. You know, uh, for the first game, Zero yeah. Dawn. So I'd be curious to see well, what that is. And we're all sort of Dark Souls veterans, yeah. And it would have been nice to have that kind of fresh perspective. Totally, I, I always appreciate that. Totally, um, but Spe- wasn't to be. We'll get her next week. Yeah, we'll get her next week. This week, it's a it's boys club. I will say uh, it's interesting you mentioned that. Like, I mean, I'm, I guess we're veterans because we play the other games. But it's funny because like more of my like uh, I guess my friend network that plays video games that I don't really talk to have picked up Elden Ring and it's like their first Souls game, which mm. seems ridiculous. I, th- I think a lot of the uh, the hype would probably instigate behavior like that. I mean, Dude. I th- it is, I like, even people that I know that, that, again, don't play Souls games, like my friend Rich, who I talk about sometimes, mm. like, I asked him, I was like, yo, like, what are, you, what are your thoughts on this? He's like, honestly, I've, I've only ever tried to play Bloodborne and I hated it, but, yeah, like, yeah. I'm thinking about playing this game because... So- everybody thinks it's the best thing in the world. And yeah. This is not how I wanted to really start the conversation. I was going to get into this later, but sure. since we're talking about it now, um, what I've been hearing the word, 
what I've been hearing most about, like with the reviews, and it's getting phenomenal reviews. And the word that's being tossed around a lot with Elden Ring is approachable. It's the most approachable Dark Souls game, Dark yeah. Souls esque game ever. That's my, that's my first bullet point here, actually. Like and, I, I have not read any reviews, but yeah, continue. And so I've seen a lot of chatter on Reddit and different websites and whatever. I think, and I, 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 I think I have to disagree that it's more approachable. And I actually think it's kind of, this might be a little harsh, but like tricking new people into getting the game because of the hype and because of the yeah. word approachable, because it is, to me, it might even be less approachable yeah. I, in I a would lot say, of ways. So my, my uh, let's, let's definitely get into this. There's, there's I, a lot here. Yeah, there's, there's a lot to unpack there. So, I would like I I could see why you would say it's not approachable because there are certain systems that exist within uh, Elden Ring that are super convoluted and weird and there's like a million things happening all at the same time. It's like it's it's a little overwhelming at times. But the two words that I wrote down in regards to this are uh, I wrote easiest slash most accessible question mark. Like like would I consider this like. Am I confusing this game with being easy or am I confusing this game with being accessible? And my my thought on this is both of those words are coming to mind because I'm looking at it through the lens of having played other Souls games. So this game, in direct comparison with, let's just use Dark Souls 1 as a baseline, like this game, I would argue, is significantly easier than Dark Souls 1 in a lot of different ways mostly based on the tools that are provided to the player and the amount of fluidity that there is to the game. Because in Dark Souls 1, and we'll expand on each of these points and go in, but I'm curious what you guys think about this. So in Dark Souls 1, I find that game to be a game of walls. You know what I mean? You get to a certain point and like there is a wall in front of you. And the whole get good mentality is based around like you have to get good enough to pass this wall and then you can keep playing this game, right? But Where, yes. Yeah, whereas Elden Ring, it's like if something's too hard or you're discouraged by the fight or whatever, like you could just go do anything else. Like there's literally no, there's no, there's nothing in your way that's preventing you from making progress because progress is such an ambiguous thing in this game. I mean, However, what are, your, what are your guys' thoughts? I will say that accessibility or rather the approachableness as you were mentioning before, um, comes from that idea of like you were saying you're comparing it to other souls games that right. you've played right in this game especially for those who are just starting out on this game right they're hit with you know tons of things all at the same time and yes progress is in this game specifically not necessarily linear but not everybody knows that like mm. there are times like one of the guys that we were playing with yesterday literally was just hitting his head up against that first boss at the castle whatever his name is a or no, I don't remember. Margit? The guy with the cane, and I don't remember his name. He's Mar- Margit? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it, right? Um, and he kept hitting it, and he didn't necessarily know if he was doing something wrong or didn't know if he was supposed to go somewhere else, right? Um, and the game never explains this to you, however, in Dark Souls. So, yeah, that's the first time where I, I even know for myself, I like died a few times with the boss and, and had the exact same thing where I'm just like, no, I should be able to like skill past this. Right. And then I was like, wait, why am I doing this? And then I literally just teleported somewhere else and was like, Okay, like right. I'm, I'm having a fulfilling experience doing whatever else. Came back to that boss and destroyed him. Yeah. like later on, you know. Yeah, I, I think the approachability word is kind of dangerous. You know, it was interesting seeing because we jumped on with Liz. So it was like for the, her first time, mm-hmm. and 
in my head, I was like, okay, approachable. Like, this is going to be easier for people to jump in. And so this was her first Souls experience, and she was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Not only do I not know any of the mechanics, any of the very complicated menus and things going on, Mm -hmm. now I have no idea where to go. In other games, at least you had a direction. So that's what I mean where you're going to get all these new people to the game, and it is Dark Souls at its core. It's still Dark Souls. They the more I play, the more I love it. And mm-hmm. you know, this is why I wanted to, I wanted to talk about the stuff we love first, but yeah, we're yeah. sort of backing into this. Um, but you're getting these people that are jumping in, not really understanding what Dark Souls is, and yeah. hearing the word approachable and ten out of ten, yeah. and thinking it's going to be an automatic love for them. Mm-hmm. And you're, I think you're still going to run into that Dark Souls problem. Yeah, it, it's funny, like digging into it more talking about like like using that word when comparing it to other dark souls games it's like from a critic's perspective like i think critically speaking like someone whose job it is to play video games has likely brushed with a a souls game in the past or is familiar with video games in general you know this would be a kind of at least from my perspective being one of those people in the past right it's like it is the kind of game where you get into it and you're just like man there's just so many options like i don't feel limited by what i can do i'm like excited to be doing all of these different things so to me like it is it accessible or is it it's accessible to us and when uh, i say right. when yeah. i say accessible, that's a good way of putting it when yeah. i say accessible and approachable like i well, wholeheartedly agree that this game is accessible and approachable but only from the gameplay's perspective and the reason why is because this game allows you to do a lot of things and make a lot of weapons viable pretty much straight up like yeah. even magic and faith a lot of the things that you can do are really cool and right out of the gate you can do them all pretty much if you just yeah. stack your your points to them but like what i'm starting to realize too is like some of the things in dark souls one through three and even demon souls you'd have to like kind of use a weapon in a specific sort of way now they introduce the Sekiro jump and like a lot of the um the the aggressive like tactics that you have to do in like bloodborne and all i'm seeing now is okay so i can go into a boss fight with two swords no shield and make it out alive now because those swords actually do a pretty good amount of damage plus the combos are really fast and i have this jump mechanic that it also kind of works as an evasive maneuver it's approachable and accessible in the sense of this is more of a sandbox game than it than it ever was before totally totally agree i think it's i think it would be fair to say it's approachable and accessible more to like people who play dark souls to before the, the yeah. poor audience let's but say can you really call something approachable if it's like to the yeah. people that are already playing Dark Souls, yeah. I mean, like it. Well, it's just well, a weird. And this is also why I use the term "easy." Why I'm not sure if, if 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 accessible or easy is the right thing because so just just to bridge this into another mechanic because I think I think we we all agree that like th- that comment I think is specifically talking to people that play games have likely played a Dark Souls game before. You know what I mean? It Whereas definitely like feels more approachable than the other games. Yeah, like I, like I could not even. I can't even compare this to like Sekiro. Like I remember being like like very discouraged by Sekiro really fast I, into playing that game. I, I just don't like that approachables like it's the first word that is coming out of a lot of summaries. Yeah. And it's like if you get someone who's never played a Dark Souls game before and you say this game, this yeah. game's approachable. Yeah. Uh it is not approachable. Yeah, it's yeah. I think it's also a, like a sort of a biased perspective. I mean, we we all have to sort of acknowledge like our inherent bias, which is we've all played these games before, you know, what yeah. I mean? like we know what I from what my perspective it's approachable. Yeah, like yeah, Alex's exactly. perspective it's approachable, yeah. but yeah. But uh, yeah, and I definitely feel like on the easy comment that you were mentioning before, I think it's not necessarily it's not necessary to it's not necessarily easier. 
However, I do believe there are they allow for more options yeah. for solutions. They they allow for more creative solutions to problems that you're running up against. Yes. I, like I, in Sekiro, I, it was always play the game the way that yeah. I want you to play it's the like, game. It's like no, it's like oh, you don't want to figure out the parry? Well, too bad. You're yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I agree. It, it, I think it is the options that I, again, I'm using the word easy because I'm directly comparing it to other Souls games, right? So like one of the first notes that I have under here infinite pass was the first thing that i said and that's like you know you do, you're not hitting these walls you can go somewhere else right uh but the first like major note that i have here is uh the mounted combat so obviously one of the big big changes to this compared to other games is that you have a mount now which is first of all broken to get around the the map like you have this double jump now so it yeah. negates a lot of falling damage which is great uh it's essentially a second health bar in a lot of situations yeah um but then the main thing is that it takes like trash mobs and essentially, to- in in a lot of circumstances, I'm like probably, I don't know, how long do you think we've played so far? Like 20 hours, something? A I don't lot. know. More than that. <laughs> My first day, I'm pretty sure I played it for like 10 hours straight. Yeah. We played a lot. So so a lot, right? It, I mean, it only came out, what, th- four days ago? Three days ago? Last Thursday? Well, well Friday, Thursday, yeah. Thir- Friday midnight yeah, yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, but that shit to six in the morning like an idiot and woke up at 10. Yeah. And I started doing woke up again. at four that morning and just played literally all day long. Yeah. It was great. Allie watched the kid. It was great. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so like the, the mounted combat in a lot of scenarios, especially at the beginning of the game, totally trivializes these like minor encounters where in Dark Souls 1, it's like any trash mob could kill you. Yeah. And they could kill you in this game too. But when you have the horse, it's like you're so much faster. You're yeah. so much more capable. It's like... It does break the game a little bit. I, I feel like it, it does. Like, none of, the, none of the enemies, even the giants that you ha- like you fight against, and even the mounted, the other mounted, like, the horseback... The horseback battles are kind of fun because it's a completely different game. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so when you're fighting... move. Right, exactly. Right. And you're like, it does feel a little bit more like a... Uh, I don't know if this is the right term, but like an athletic event where you're actually like... You're, you're, it's kind of like an FPS in a way where you're like moving in a specific way and then you have to time the attack in the right way and then like you like, yeah, it's like jousting dive in. sort of. Yeah, it is kind of like jousting. But one of the things that I realized is that when you're fighting these mobs that aren't on horseback, they don't change up the way that they fight you mm-hmm. at all. So you can easily just run up to them, slash them a bunch of times and then run out. Yeah. I, I guess I have a slightly different perspective. Chow and I have been playing multiplayer a lot. Yeah. Not all the time, but a lot. And you can't use the horse in multiplayer. You yeah, can't yeah. use the horse when you're playing co-op. So often we just won't have it. Yeah. So a lot of my experience in this game has just been running everywhere. Yeah. So in a lot of ways, it's Which still fun. It's still the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but when I do have the horse, I do find certain battles easier, like the mobs. But there are places like tighter spots where I don't want to be on a horse. And yeah. it becomes more annoying. And yeah. then if there's a boss... Or like you know those big bears that you come across. Do the bears like I? It's kind of fun fighting them on horse. Like there yeah. are enemies that it sort of makes sense, and I feel good about it. Yeah, there yeah. are certain bosses like uh, I'm. I'm sure you guys fought the. It's like a ghost ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah ghost boat like, guy. Yeah, and that was I thought that was handled super well with the horse because it required you to get to like far away destinations like over and over again. So it's not like. I, like you're still kind of doing the same move, oh, which is like getting close, slash, slash, and then run away. Then he disappears, reappears somewhere else. So that I thought was it's like that boss knew you would be on a horse, so yeah. the fight was sort of like that's interesting, made in a way that like complements that that combat style. Um, I'm also when I'm fighting, I'm using a shield a lot. Like mm. I'm I'm blocking and staying the course a lot. Yeah, um, 
I'll, I mean, I'll still dodge, but I don't parry or anything. So I like to really yeah. have that. So I'll often feel like I'm at a disadvantage when I'm on a horse. Interesting. Because okay. uh, I'll run up and slash. And if you're not positioned quite right, because it doesn't control the best. You know, it's a little awkward. Yeah, so I feel like they'll, it gives you too much control, actually. They'll, well, it doesn't control in a way that I feel like you're not like walking around or strafing. Yeah. You're sort of like, yeah. You're, and then if you lock so, on, you get dizzy really fast. Yeah. Like so you're spinning around like sometimes crazy. they will stab you and they'll miss the horse and just hit you in the face like a, a spear guy. And now all of a sudden half my health is gone. Yep. I'm standing still and the horse takes like a second to get up to yeah. speed and I don't have a shield. So there are times where I just don't like the horse. I don't like having it mm, and I'd yeah. rather just be on the ground. Um, yeah. So I, I haven't felt it. I totally hear what you're saying. I just haven't used it that effectively, but it hasn't really altered my experience to make it like easier in that way. Yeah, I, th- I think it is necessary for the way that the game wants you to explore the worlds too. I mean, like I feel like I've I've gotten to the point now where it's like certain like world mobs. It's like I'll I'll take an interest in like if I see a bigger or a new enemy that I've never fought before or something like that but a lot of the time when I see a lot of the same kind of stuff it's like I feel less compelled to like kill every individual guy to get all of the runes or whatever it's like I'll literally just blow past them and get to like the destination that I'm after and having that sort of flexibility and speed and be able to double jump and all this kind of stuff yeah really makes it a breeze to absolutely to get to places that's like interesting that. I I almost I did that I do that maybe like five percent of the time rushing past people because I feel like it's a Dark Souls game, and I have to beat all of the mobs. I, Otherwise, they'll they'll uh, find me. I had the same feeling, but then, like, after a while, I was like, I'm getting, like, 50 runes from these guys. Like, yeah. It's, it's like the amount of, t- like, actual time I'm investing in killing yeah. this guy is just, is not worth it. It's just, yeah. like, it's not there, you know? It, Unless I'm, like, in a brand new area, and I want to, like, explore and yeah, find that, uh, items and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't, yeah, it's not, I don't find the horse very maneuverable in that way to like peek around corners and look over edges and yeah. you know look in a house or something you know yeah, it's, yeah. it's very clunky in that way definitely so i use it for transportation there are a couple battles i use it for but yeah i don't know i mean it doesn't take away anything for me yeah. how are you how are you guys enjoying the uh the new combat not the combat mechanics i could talk mm. about the, the the jumps and stuff but like the ashes of war and like being able to increase like how you're upgrading your weapons now it's a slightly different system than it was in the previous games yeah i mean i i'm not yet convinced that the abilities are worth it like i've i've rarely found ones that have stood out to me as like something terribly useful like mid combat let's say more useful than like slashing or whatever i'm like i'm a cast uh a faith build so i'm like throwing fireballs and stuff um oftentimes i find those to still be more effective than like you know some of these like stomps or like flurry blade flurries and stuff like that like they're cool like i like that there's new animations for them and stuff and i like that they do different things um but I, I'm more compelled by like the scaling aspect of it and that mm. you can change it sort of in real time. Cause that was one of, I mean, we were talking about this the other day where I felt like in a lot of ways, that's a very limiting factor of the previous games where it's like, you have to love one weapon. Yeah. And like, that's it. You know? And you have to, and you have to spend so many, you spend so many resources and you're kind of stuck with that. Like, yeah. That's where you spend your resources. Again. And right. And this is where they streamlined that aspect of the game yep. where you can mix and match those ashes, upgrade your, and for me, those abilities are good because I'm 
sword and shield so yeah yeah it's like i don't really use that fp bar that much yeah yeah so tossing out like a special move or enhancing my shield yeah. is super helpful for me i think it changes the way it's so well some of the ashes are or some of the ashes were so just for everybody who's listening to the podcast and it hasn't played elden ring right so now the weapons and even like shields and such you can get these items called ashes of war that have special abilities that change out essentially your l2 move if you have a one-handed sword if you two-hand sword it l2 becomes like that special move essentially but this is also taking place of the scaling now so if you ever back in let's say dark souls 3 where you can make like an occult weapon which would scale with let's say like faith or something like that you would have to go in and pour a bunch of resources well you don't have to do that anymore now it's just attach an ash to a weapon and you're good to go and you can even even take it off for free yeah what what i think frees it up a lot and i haven't i haven't looked at any guides for the game yet or like looked up builds or whatever but that was always one of the things that bothered me in subsequent uh souls like games that i would play because if you like level a weapon incorrectly then you've lost your opportunity to to do certain other things with the weapon and yeah. it's like well shit like i might not even get enough resources to try to make yeah. another version of this thing there's something to get like four of them the whole game exactly yeah, right. you have to choose yeah. yeah so so it's cool that in this one it's like oh well you know it, maybe i want to dip into like a dex build or maybe i want to go more yeah. faith or whatever so having the the flexibility to do that and honestly with the open-ended nature of the game like i don't know what the level cap is or whatever yeah. but i feel like it's really giving you all the freedom in the world to to spec in any direction and in all to. all the freedom in the world i have to believe that one of the doors in the new like nexus area the round table area will open up and there will be somebody there who you spend some items or something to change up your skills entirely you know or like your uh, your oh, skill like, points like your, yeah respect exactly yeah, i can see but that happening going back to what i was saying before about the ashes so I think it does, I wouldn't say break the game, but it does create a break in specific weapon types. So, for instance, I found uh, a magic thing called the Glintstone Pebble, right? Yep, yep. Which I can use on any weapon I want. Of which, if you use, let's say, on a two-handed greatsword, say like the Claymore, usually the moves are very slow and they take a long time to recover from. But the Glintstone Pebble allows you to flick a little like magic bullet at somebody and then immediately follow up with a almost immediate... like hard like uh thrust stab move so it's like it does change this dynamic with this slow paced weapon to suddenly have a very quick and ranged attack move yeah so i don't know i'm starting to play around with these ashes of war and i do really love that they are allowing you to break the boundaries of what was before previously stated as like these are the weapon types and this is what you have to abide by and play like yeah i feel like the the previous games really sort of like rewarded people that like knew a lot of what was to come ahead of time and now it's just right. like you can just kind of do whatever yeah so just as we're talking about combat i i have two notes left on the like the easy accessible thing and then i also have notes on combat crafting exploration there's a, there's a lot to talk about there's a lot to talk about so the next two things that i want to talk about um uh, in accessibility and whether or not the game is easy is the introduction of a new combat mechanic which is the guard counters so uh oh yeah i never I, use them so they are so good. Yeah, they're it's really good. Unreal how good they are. Like, I to, so in previous games, you would really only get the opportunity to to do like special moves if you were able to successfully parry enemies, which is hard. You know what I mean? Like you have to time it correctly. Um, but in this game, the guard counter is it's basically like an instant parry move anytime you just regular block. 
So to me, that that was a huge drop in the amount of skill level to do like highly damaging attacks. I mean, do you guys find yourselves using it at all? Like, what what are your feelings on the inclusion of uh, guard counters? I I know Chad doesn't use it that much. I love it. Yeah. Um, but I will say like it's really good against like shitty guys. Mm. You can't. You can use it on bosses, but it it leaves you open a lot of the times you go for it. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's it's very contextual. Like there are certain bosses that I think like kind of encourage you to do that. Like I feel like any boss that swings fast, like if they're if they're trying to hit you quickly, like that move will work. You know what I mean? Like in almost all scenarios, you'll like if you do it like right after the the block makes contact, you will hit him and it will likely stun them. And I'm pretty sure like at least I've found in boss characters, like if you can land three in a row, like you'll break their super armor and you'll be able to stab them like, like bloodborne style, which yeah. is ridiculous. But then like, if you fight a boss that has like a bigger wind up, like a heavy move, like first of all, it's going to break all of your stamina. And then if you try to like spin around and hit them with it, they're just going to like power them straight through it and hit you. So yeah, it, it's sort of always a balancing act. Like if you do a jump art, heavy attack, yeah, that still does a lot of yeah. the same type of heavy, yeah, uh, poised. Damage. But you got some recovery on that get back on that get up. Yeah, so like I do, I do throw out a guard counter every once in a while in bosses, but I've been burned so many times by that. Yeah, so I love that it. I can feel a little bit more comfortable fighting mobs and like and smaller guys, and mm -hmm. I'll throw it in when I fight those medium, you know, yeah, leader character types. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's not like an end all be all for me, but I do I really like its inclusion because. Chow is the parry master, and I've I've never Not enjoyed true. it. <laughs> yeah, I was I, I in will, this room. Oh, I appreciate that, but I I will say I do really like the parries, and I liked it because it was like a skill that required you to like really practice and like understand the the move sets of like other characters. But I will say on the parry side of things, so the guard counters are really good. I really do like them. I don't use them very often because I'm like dual sorting right now. Yeah, but power well, stance. Yeah, it's pretty. It's really cool. I really like it a lot. Um, but on the parry side they did change up the mechanic on the parry a bit like the parry it feels like there's longer frames now it takes longer for it to come out and then it stays out for a little bit longer so it's a little bit more forgiving and if you hit them if you hit their weapon if you like parry their weapon but without getting the actual parry off you still get the block so it kind of works as both like a risky maneuver but also it doesn't punish you as badly as it used to yeah yeah, it's cool that they extended the window, but I think, again, this is in the realm of, like, if you played a Dark Souls game before, these right. kinds of things will be obvious as, like, the, oh, they're they're toning the skill level down a little bit, yeah. you know, to make it, you know, a little our, bit easier for our people. Our friend last night told us he thought the parries were broken. Like, they just didn't work. And I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> there, there's a way to do this. It's I like, just, no, this just doesn't work. The way I play Dark Souls, um, well, I know everyone plays it like this, but health is at such a premium. Uh, a little less so in this game. They give less you more so, options, yeah. but... I'm. I just. I just feel so much more comfortable just keeping that shield rolling, or just doing like the guard counter, or just straight blocking. Yeah, know? yeah. Uh, so that's the way I've. I played. I used to mess around with parrying, but the times where I would get nailed by it, it's yeah. just not worth it sometimes. And you then know? your your rhythms off, and you're like trying to block again or take a swing, and then you just yeah. get killed. There I, was like certain bosses that I felt like in previous games that you like had to learn it. Like the the first one that comes to mind is the. Uh, uh demon souls like the the knight guy or the king like at the end of the first stage like stage one five the dude who like steals a soul oh, yeah, level yeah. from you mm -hmm. like that guy you have to parry like he's too fast and if you parry him that fight becomes very 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 easy um 
But again, it's it's about getting the timing down and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, I remember that guy. It did yeah. something to him. I don't think I parried him. No, Maybe. you used Firestorm and you just destroyed oh, yeah. him in like five, literally five seconds. And then that I was, was like, it. this is broken. Yeah. <laughs> this shouldn't have happened. I'm thinking like PS3 days when like I didn't know that. Like, the Regalia Sword. Yeah, like Night how Sword. good uh, magic and stuff was. Um, okay, the last thing that I have under this, and I'm... I need some clarification, but and maybe it's just because I'm coming off of Demon Souls and Dark Souls, but uh, part of what I think makes this game a little bit easier too is that they don't have uh, like a humanity mechanic. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I believe I don't think there was a similar thing in Bloodborne. I think Bloodborne didn't have a humanity mechanic either. Um, I can't hmm. remember. Did Sekiro? I think I think Bloodborne did. It- didn't it? Were you a zombie type thing at some point? Am I crazy? I don't think so. I, mean, I could be I wrong. I feel like that only exists in Dark Souls 1 through 3 and Demon Souls. And I think Bloodborne and Sekiro are exempt from this. Hmm. But I, I feel I, like I would have felt that because I feel it. I feel it in Elden Ring where I'm like, if I die, I'm like, I don't even give a shit. Exactly. Like exactly. It, it does reduce the risk and the pain of dying way more yeah and i feel like i would have felt that in bloodborne and sekiro but i was feeling pretty bad when i died in sekiro and bloodborne yeah so i'm not i'm not sure but you might be right because i can't remember i i can't remember either but i thought that oh and then the last thing the the stakes of marika holy shit like where when you die you can respawn at the at the oh yeah yeah the little checkpoints ridiculous like i felt like that i mean maybe that was necessary for how big the worlds are but like the first time i encountered respawning at those i was like i don't even know what this is telling me right now but sure let me do that i was like it took all of the like exploration out of it it's just like boom like here you go you're right where you just were i was like wow i have an explanation for that so I was thinking the exact same thing and I was trying to look into like, why would they put these little checkpoints here? Wouldn't you want them to go through the pain and the agony of going through? So I think what happens is that since the world is so freaking big and you can happen upon bosses pretty easily, right? Mm-hmm. There are chances where you might've missed the grace on the way over. So the chances mm-hmm. of you potentially dying from this thing and starting way, way, way far away from your original grace could potentially be bad. Why not just throw them a little checkpoint right before they get into the boss? So if they die, they can come back. True. Because that one mechanic of this open world experience is means that everything it, is a lot less linear. It's interesting to see how they've... Th- these games, it's obviously expanded to this open world setting. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see what the, the impact that has had on the way that they built this game. Yeah. Because these are very conscious decisions that they made mm-hmm. um and i'm sure they had the game without it and i'm sure there was like a respawn at mm-hmm. some point where you maybe you were a, like a soul and not a human and they just it feels like very intentional in the way that they did this i will say and justin have you tried at all any of the multiplayer type of th- uh, type of stuff yet no so i will say from the multiplayer angle they have opened up the game. Oh, so, sorry, just right before this. Yeah. Well, I know we were talking the other night about whether or not you could be invaded, so and so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was talking to Jeff last night, who's also playing. He corroborated with me. He's like, I'm pretty sure you can't get invaded unless you're playing multiplayer. Because when you play multiplayer and you try to, or if you try to invade somebody, it always tells you you're going into somebody's co op game. So I'm, oh, I'm almost positive really? that you cannot be invaded if you are not engaged in a cooperative match. That's interesting. Level. The one time that I found a red, uh, a red, which one? Like one of the invader. times I found an invader, but it was an NPC invader. Yep, has been with like suddenly an NPC cooperative. Right, and I was by myself. A cooperative, like another NPC will show up. Yeah, and that was the guy. Um, 
I mean, he might have shown up for you when you were playing against him, but it was in like the river or whatever. He had like the really long hat. I don't know, but that was really weird. Yeah. So if, if that's true, that's unlike any other. So, and that also yeah. kind of sucks. I like the one on ones. Well, that's why I don't. That's why I don't believe it yet. I have to well, look into it. I, I've played for. I, I must have played for more than twenty hours at this point. I always log in, so I'm always playing online. Yeah, I have I've, never played co-op a single time, I, and I've never been invaded by I, a non. I have not been invaded either singly or really with you, except for well, maybe that one time. I'll also say I think it's just it might just be them having server problems because I haven't really seen any signs. Like I turn really? off multiplayer when I'm playing by myself. I don't see any signs on the floor. Yeah. Oh, I see them constantly. Yeah, I see, like I see an insane amount. Really? Like, I don't the password. Yeah, I don't see it at all. I don't see them at all. Wow, yeah. I, that's that's shocking to me. I'm like inundated with white messages all over the floor. No, no, white not messages. Wh- no, co-op summoning ones. co-op signs. Oh, yeah. No, I have The gold one. Either. That's what I mean. So I'm wondering if there's, they're either overloaded or that system isn't working for them of people joining each other's worlds outside of direct so, co-op. I do have a little bit of uh, context here. I did play, and this is why I was going to get into this other facet that they added to the game, right? Yeah. You were mentioning those uh, save statues, the um, Mar- uh, Shrine Mar- of Mir- Mar- Mar- Marika. Marika. Uh, the Jesus Christ, uh, you know, cross little like thing statues that you, yeah. the pools, the summoning pools. pools. Yep. Genius idea. I love that idea. The idea yeah. that you don't have to be in any specific place and just stand there waiting for somebody to pick you up. You can be anywhere in the world and throw out your sign to all of the places you've already been and then jump into someone else's game to help them uh, go through a dungeon that, that you've is. already been through. It's genius. Oh, like you, It's a yeah, really cool idea. It's a really cool idea. Yeah. So it opens up the multiplayer, the cooperative way more. And it also opens up this idea of like the collective and like being able to help other people. Um, I just I really enjoy how easy and fluid like they made multiplayer, but I th- I think there is also like, and I I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I feel like there is an item that you have to use that says like bring people into my world. Yeah, the resin. Yeah, you have to use that in order to summon people into your world. Oh, that that might be why you guys aren't seeing signs because you have to accept. You have to put the summon out. You have to put the resin up. You're right. And then yeah, yeah. And then you'll see the signs. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. They're not just there naturally. Right. 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 There right, 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 right. It is weird that you can, you need that item to do that. Like, why? Yeah, that's new. Why? I don't know. Yeah, I guess you could. I mean, I guess it allows you to turn on and off signs. It's not hard to make. I mean, you can craft these items very easily. Mm. Um, so the barrier entry is really low. So it's not like they're safeguarding cooperative missions like, away I, from you. Again, I, there's probably like an intention there. Yeah, probably Maybe, some unforeseen consequence for being in the world. Yeah, like because I imagine there's probably like a server situation. Yeah, yeah. So it's like there's probably like the passive server, which is all the white mm. messages and the ghosts and stuff. And then the second you like use that item, it's like okay, well, we just need to put him on some server so, somewhere. Yeah, so, that's interesting. An interesting side effect of playing co-op is we're actually running into invisible, invisible, visible walls. Weird. Why? So there's there's actually sections, there's instances on the map. So like the main area in Limgrave yeah. is one section, yeah. but you cannot go into a dungeon with another person. Oh, so, so I, have to, I, have I to jump. hate that. I know. I hate it a lot too. I, we have to like when we're playing with Liz, we'd find a, a dun- like a, a dungeon, like a secret door. Yeah, and then we'd both have to leave her game. She would have to go in, and then we'd have to get there ourselves, and then jump in, and then we hate that. So yeah, hate it, that. it's a bitch. I wish. Yeah, it, I wish. But it's, I was a it's like. It seems like one of those things. That one is more of a. It's like it's a workaround. It, yeah. They yeah. clearly, I don't. They wouldn't have done that unless they had to. Yeah. And they so that the world is just not all open. When yeah. you're single player, it loads, but in multiplayer, it has to be in pockets. Yeah. yeah. It's this, this. This does 
add to my, you know, we were talking about this uh, last week where it's like, why do I only play single player? Like part of me is like, well, now my impression of the world, I've never seen an invisible wall a single time. So it's like, hmm. that's, that's the way Ooh, that I see this world now. So it's like I, that, that seeing like the, seeing the lines of code, like I've, I've never yep. seen the lines of code in this game yet. You know yeah, what I mean? That's so. interesting. It's funny you mentioned that. Wow. That's a good point. Um, even going south in Lingrave, there's like that bridge. Uh, hilariously enough, the bridge is cut in half by the, by the invisible wall. I see you go halfway down the bridge. But then oh, like half of the enemies are fighting you into that like little, the little castle. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, the with the, uh, right, exactly. Yeah. And then that girl who gives you the letter, right? Yeah. yeah. So right before that, that bridge is cut in half so that half of the enemies will fight you and the other half of the enemies will try to walk through that wall, but they can't get through. So you're 100% right. Mm. We are seeing the, the lines in the code. Yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. Actually, so that that brings me to a, a good next point. So I I want to talk about exploration a little bit because there's a lot. A lot that I love about the exploration of this. And I'm curious how, how you guys feel about all this too. I mean, so obviously the biggest change between this and every other FromSoft game is just how much of the world is accessible. And one of, you know, the, the obvious comparison that I think a lot of people are making is to something like a Breath of the Wild, right? But something that I think is special about this, and I think it's complementative of the Dark Souls style, is like as I'm exploring the world... I feel like I am almost always, like 90% of the time, rewarded for my exploration. Yeah. yeah. Like, going places. Because, like... And what I mean by that is, like... like uh, in, Dark, in Dark Souls or whatever, like, finding items is the... That's the thing. It's like... And all the items are not useful. But you want to have all of them because it, it allows for all the options. Whether it's a smith stone or a new weapon or whatever. Like... Each of those things really like feels like it has a level of weight and importance to it. And I don't know, in this game, it's like everywhere that I'm turning around, I'm feeling like very satisfied by what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? Whether it's like a cave or, you know, just some item or new enemy or something. I mean, have you guys had some like interesting organic experiences and like finding cool stuff on the map Many. and stuff like that? I, it, it's probably the most uh explorer friendly game ever i yeah. like and i don't think that's there's even not, there's no competition uh breath of the wild might be the closest yeah. and it was fun to explore that world but there wasn't thing or, there weren't items around every corner there yeah. like they had really interesting pockets but this game is packed yeah. with enemies and like weird lore stuff and uh items and just or random npcs or random or, right you know? like i was trying to get I was taking a shortcut to like I wanted to explore this one cave that I hadn't gone, so I was like, I'll just I'll go down this river under this bridge and just yeah. keep going. And I do a double take, and there's a freaking NPC just standing in the water under the bridge in the dark. Yeah. And he's like, "What's up?" Yeah. <laughs> and I had this conversation with him, and you know, it was just such a fulfilling, weird encounter that you could easily 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 miss that your entire playthrough oh, yeah. you know the map is a newly added feature to the soul series like in elden ring right and that would that's been a that's been a weird thing to have in a dark souls game and yeah. i will say like in in let's say in that south area like we were going around the uh, the edges of the the island mm -hmm. just like checking everything out and then we were like oh, okay so i think we've done everything and then i get the map and i'm like oh there's like a town literally in the center of the map that we haven't even seen yet and it it does encourage a lot of exploration, and I feel like every maybe 15 minutes of walking, you'll find something random and something new, and it's, yeah. it is 
It is flavorful. It's really nice. Yeah, the the map is something that I have a, a pretty love hate relationship with, um, specifically in regards to how the map is labeled. So like, I like I like that there's a map. I like that it expands and that you find new pieces and stuff. But I'm I'm mixed on the lack of like useful markers you know what i mean mm. so it's like the, i can't tell you how many times i've like found something interesting where it's like you know there's like maybe it's opened a quest with an npc or i found like a cave that like i i can't go have there you pressed was, square well yeah, yeah yeah so you can manually place them but this is what i'm kind of like mixed uh, on because it's like i have to like remember what these things are and then like take them off the map when i'm done which is like it's a good and i also kind of like it because it's not muddying the map with all these like uh you know just bullshit you know right, like, yeah. like which are three question marks or whatever which does rob some of the exploration and it makes totally. these sort of organic feel uh organic like findings feel so much better um but it's also like you know there's there's part of me that's like i need to like I wish I could better contextualize the things that I'm seeing on the map. Like uh, r- random examples. Here's an NPC that I started a quest with and I need to do something somewhere else, but I can't remember what that thing is, but I just know that there's a person there. So it's like, okay, cool. I'll put a person thing there. Here's a cave that like I got to the end and there's a boss that I'm clearly under leveled for. So like, I just want to remember that there's a boss here, but then here's another cave that like, I haven't even been able to get into the cave because, like, I, you guys might have found this one where it's like you walk two steps in and there's a giant bear right at the, right at the entrance of the cave, <laughs> and I'm like, you're in closed quarters with a giant bear, and it's like, I, I those sh- things are vicious. We Dude, were just talking about that. I'm looking at the situation. I I remember walking in and it's slowly like skulking in this cave. I'm like. There's no fucking like. What am I gonna do right now? Yeah. Those like, are even hard on a horse. Like yeah, I, they chase you down. That's that, what I'm saying. And I barely, barely uh, kill them on the horse because I'm like yeah. throwing fire spells and doing You're whatever. Just, like, We're just yeah. running away. Honestly, that's when the mounted combat becomes the most broken. Like when I'm. Have you guys found like the uh, eld trees? Like they're like trees with staffs. I no? think so, but that doesn't. Don't they point you to a cave? uh no it's like a boss oh yeah i think so yeah yeah it's just like they're like in a big like it's like outside of an urd tree and it's like a protector whatever hmm. there's a boss have i been to an urd tree yet yeah i think we fought i think i yeah there's one i remember yeah. anyway so there's a boss yeah and the first time i fought this i was like holy fuck i'm getting so messed up by this thing like one swipe of his giant thing and i'm dead but then i was like oh wait like i haven't tried to like throw spells from my horse guess what you can throw spells from your horse and it is so broken like i'm just literally just circle mm. strafing boop bloop bloop yeah. boss is dead and i'm like wow, wow. like it, it almost feels like less good but like i'm making progress so it's like i don't know mm. that's the thing um but yeah, so anyway, so I'll be in all these situations with the map where I'm just like, fuck, I really wish I could remember all of the specific, like, at least slightly more specific details about each of these locations. Even if it's like, oh, hey, I'm walking this way and there's just this dragon there. And it's like, in no particular place, but I know that there's a dragon in this area, so it's like, let me when I'm prepared to fight a dragon, let me come back and fight this dragon. Um, so it's like I'm putting those markers out and placing them, and I think you only have a limited amount that you can place on the it's map. 100. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's just I, I'm mixed on that. How do you guys feel about the markers and like r- pausing and resuming progress during different things on the map? So far, I haven't minded it. Uh, I'm. We've been very diligent about completing things. Mm-hmm. 
So I've been marking like merchants and mm-hmm. maybe NPCs that I've found mm-hmm. or yeah, I'll drop something on some on like a cave or something I haven't explored yet. Yeah. Um so I haven't really run into the issue where I'm like I don't know, it, it hasn't become an issue. Okay. It's not perfect. I don't love how everything's labeled just in general. Yeah. I wish there was a little bit more clarity on certain things. Um it's like I don't know the names of everything, and it took me a while to learn it. But what's the castle called? Like Storm something? Stormgate Vale. Vale. Yeah. So there's one I see like go to Stormvale, and I'm like, what is that? And yeah. I'm like looking at all the markers, and yeah. there is a way to pull up a. I found this out recently. You can pull up a like list a of all of your waypoints. Yeah. Whoa. And literally it's, scroll through them by text. It's ne- oh. it's necessary to get into certain sections because like. Uh, have you gone like underground yet yeah mm. yeah so like you can't access the underground waypoints yeah. just like on the map you have to hit triangle to like get to that selection oh. and then you can go to those. that's why we were we just finished the these like ant caves is that what you're talking about no oh okay never mind have you not gone to another cave yet uh, I've, there's I, some fucking awesome looking caves. I definitely didn't I've, I definitely <laughs> haven't seen a bear in a cave I've only seen a bear in the cave as the boss have you seen end? ghosts in a cave Yes, but I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen ghosts, but no, the ghosts were... There's just... So this lens... Have you seen a giant, like, giant turtley sculpture that you hit the legs of and it comes down and you can walk into it? Yes, the mausoleum, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what those do yet. (laughs) You don't know what those do yet? Something with great runes. I won't say what those do. All right. Um, We just got a great rune, I think. Did you get the first great rune? Yeah. Nice. This is just... I've been charting our progress against each other based on trophies. I'm sure you yeah. um, how, Where are we right now? Uh, I, th- I think we're pretty... How far are you? I think we're pretty even. I think, I, I think I've beaten one boss that you guys haven't beaten yet. But it's mm-hmm. also just totally arbitrary because you beat like 100 that's, bosses that, don't, that aren't linked to trophies. That's what I mean. Like, I, that's what I love about this game. Like, I guarantee, even between just Justin and I, there are a lot of things that we've done. Yeah that the other one hasn't done yeah and for sure especially for you like you went on a completely different path yeah yeah, yeah. and there's just so many things and the game and we haven't even talked about just how beautiful it is but gosh basically just it's like the attention to detail on the enemies on the world on the weapons on the characters to the npcs the shopkeepers that have the little guitars sorry to interrupt yeah no no no. their hands literally move to the notes that they're playing and the strumming is it's it's incredible yeah the level the level of like artistry yes. in the world it's seriously breathtaking like i i had the my moment of like holy shit was like when you first get out of like the little tutorial area and yeah. you reach the the waypoint that's like first step yep. and you're like in lingrave yep. and you're like looking up at the tree and you're like what the fuck yeah and then like i i was like it's like oh follow the golden thing and i was like nope yeah <laughs> I, I walk somewhere else and i i approach one of the birds and like when i approach the bird they fly away and all the the feathers fall off i was like this is this looks so good. Like, oh my, like that was my moment when the bird flew away and all the feathers came out of them that I was just like, yo, this is something else, man. For the longest time, I didn't know you can get maps. So I was just looking at a, I was looking at the map and I was like, this is just a black screen with a couple of medallions on it. This oh, looks so yeah. stupid. So I, in the very beginning, my, you, know, you can see the points on the map. Like even <laughs> if it's grayed out, you can, find, I, just, Alex I just told found me, that out today. Alex so. told me that I, we, I found that out late too, because I saw there was. He had a, a map, and I was like, "How the fuck yeah. did you get a map?" Yeah. And I was riding around the section I didn't have a map for, but I was looking. I'm like, "What the hell? What is that?" And I yeah. saw like a little marker, and then I went to it, and it was a monument that had the map. I was like, "This is crazy." There yeah. just there is a lot 
for for me better, but for other people probably worse. But they don't explain shit. Yeah, they, yeah, not at all. Early stuff. They explain some things. They did tell you about the guard counter, mm-hmm. but there are like there are a lot of mechanics in combat. There are a lot of mechanics just in the world and the menus. Dude, I can't tell that you. They don't tell you anything about. I can't tell you how many merchants I like bypassed buying like the cookbooks and stuff. And now I'm like, fuck! Why yeah. didn't I just buy every I know. cookbook? Yeah. Like now every time. I'm literally going around like I know I saw a merchant like I can visualize it yeah, yeah. and I'm so happy when I find them and I put a marker down I'm like yeah. gotcha you know yeah. forever just just to uh spring back to uh how gorgeous this game is there's like you know in, in something like uh like Bloodborne that's probably my other my my next favorite this is I think taking my favorite souls type game but Bloodborne has this very distinct aesthetic yeah. that is so faithful from beginning to end. Yeah. And in this game, it, it creates an aesthetic, but it's so often, at least in my experience thus far, it so often changes like the feeling of a certain biome so drastically. Dude. And they have such a good way of making it feel like like unique. Like, yes. Like, uh, the the example I'll give is, is Stormville because I'm sure we've all done that castle so far and it's like you know you think castle biome right sure cool I'm in a castle but when you walk up to it and you see like these huge holes blown into the side of the wall you're like there was like a war yeah. here like something happened to this place and it just it has such a a, a uniqueness to it like uh, I'd really that, love that so in the very beginning of the game when I got the horse and I was doing the stuff and I didn't have the map and uh, one of the graces was pointing me in a direction I just went north east mm-hmm. and I didn't stop and I kept going and this is where I was like mainly just doing the horse combat I was cheesing out enemies I was like why is this so difficult and I kept going there's a point where it turns into like this desert bloody wasteland Yep. and yep. I started fighting all these enemies and I started thinking like when did the game change from like yeah. Dark Souls to Bloodborne? Like, when yeah. did I get into this place? How did this happen? The transition seems so seamless. Yeah, man. It's, can oh, can I tell you? And I am an experienced Bloodborne, uh, Dark Souls person. I had a rough start to this game. Okay. Uh, oh my I was, god! I was mad at the beginning of the game. Really? Because I go out into the world, first step, and there's that dude on a horse. Oh and yeah. And, and I'm you're like, like, first boss. And I'm yeah. like, ready to kill the first. Boss. I'm like. I can do this. Yeah. And like, nope, <laughs> I get kind of close and I, it's like, I know Justin's going to beat him, but it's like, I, I did. Yeah. So <laughs> I did not beat him. <laughs> I got, I made it, I think the closest I got was like three quarters, but yeah. at that point I was like totally out of potions or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go a different direction. Um, and maybe I'll tell you what, I never told you what happened to me. What happened to you? <laughs> what happened never to told you? you what happened to me, <laughs> but we've been playing enough and you haven't stumbled across it. So I'm just going to tell you what happened. Okay. Um, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to worry about this guy. I'm going to do the open world thing. And I'm going to go east. Yeah. I'm going to go east because this is probably not a difficult area. It's still near the front. Yeah. So there's like, there's a lake there. Mm-hmm. And then there's like some ruins. And yep. I'm like, you know, doing my adventure Dark Soul thing. And I'm still, you know, I, I don't know if I've leveled up at all because okay. I kept dying from yep. that guy. Yep. So then I find one of my first chests, pop it open um like ready to get a good item pink smoke comes out of it uh, I was yeah. there. you dodge that yeah i you, this was when i was playing by myself mm-hmm. um is it the one that dropped you in the crystal cave pink smoke teleports you to a new location whoa yeah. yep. it teleported me to the badlands but in a random location that's why i had that open oh weird whoa. okay 
And I was in the middle of all of these high-level enemies, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't let me teleport out. Because you're in combat. And I was like, fuck, I'm getting my ass kicked, and I'm just running, 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 running. Yep. And I assume teleport doesn't work, so I just keep going. Like, I didn't know the mechanics of this game at yeah, this point. Yeah. <laughs> so I eventually find... I'm like just barely scraping by, not killing anything, not getting any souls. And then I finally get to, I keep calling them bonfires, but the graces. Yeah. And then that lady shows up and brings me to the round table. <laughs> oh, I So, and then I didn't know where I was. I thought I could just like, I didn't know I was on a building. I didn't know I was in an isolated place. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking for the exit yeah. and I could not get out. <laughs> like yeah. I was wandering around there for longer than I care to admit. Yeah. And I in my head I'm like, you have you can jump down and you, then you get invaded by an NPC. Yeah. And I'm in my head I'm like, I can't leave until I beat this guy. I accidentally stumbled into this place where you have to beat this guy to exit. That's so funny. And I couldn't <laughs> beat that guy. Wow. And then Justin joins him like, dude, I'm so fucking mad right now angry this is the beginning of the game and i can't get out and justin's like dude you can just teleport out of there so okay hilariously enough i also spent an exorbitant amount of time in that round table area because it is a closed off area i was like cool this is the nexus this is the new nexus there was a genius message and i remember it pretty well i'm gonna butcher it but there was a genius message in a corner where there was like a door that wasn't opened yet and the message says could this be like leaving question mark Use the map. And I was like, oh, oh my fucking God. Yeah. Some guy wrote that for praise to shit. Like everybody appraised that Dude. message because everybody was having that problem. I, it's, it's so funny how often things like that happen. It's like, oh my gosh. I, I, like teleporting is not a thing in other games. Not like this. Not yeah. from anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Although maybe one game did. No, anyway. Yeah, not, not from anywhere. Right. It's not, it's not an option. So right at the beginning of the game, coming from a place where I couldn't teleport, I thought... Um, and then just landing here, yeah, yeah, it didn't even really like register that that was an option. It's so weird, but okay, okay, so they, they that was my start to the Elden Ring. Do you, do you want you want my weird start to it? Yeah, so I I got okay. So I first boss that I fought, like, so I bypassed the dude on the horse. I yeah. was just like, there's no fucking way. Like, I'm I'm just gonna go like figure something else out. Did you go into the cave? That's like almost if you just go directly straight out of first step and the boss and it's like a, uh, a a statue cat yes yeah. yeah so that was the first boss that i fought and i'm like dude this game fucking sucks like there's no animation to this thing at all like it's just dropping yeah. i'm like i'm like is the game broken like is this what it's supposed to look it like looks really weird yeah so i was like all right well that's that's not awesome and then after i beat it i'm like okay cool enough uh fair enough and i keep exploring right and uh I get to the entrance to Stormvale, and I'm like, all right. So then I go to, I, I progress into Stormvale, like brutally, like dying all the fucking time. Really like, tough, yeah. Really tough. I get all the way in there, and I'm just like, I don't understand why I'm doing so poorly. Like, what is happening? And I was like, I've been playing this game for three hours, and I haven't, like, like, what am I even doing with all these souls? Like, <laughs> yeah. I haven't leveled up a single time. So that I keep, I, I'm just smashing my head against the wall, and I get all the way to Margit, and I die, like, uh, so bad. Uh, have not leveled up a single time. And I'm just like, what the, f- like, ha- like, am I, 
I'm, I was like, I'm not texting Alex and Justin. <laughs> I'm not doing it to find out how the fuck you level up. And then I realized that up to that point, I hadn't touched another grace. Mm-hmm. So I touched a grace and that's when I saw the girl in front of the boss room to Marquis. Uh, and I was like, you got to be fucking uh, kidding me. Like, <laughs> I, I've been playing this for four hours. Like I lost thousands of souls, you know, from like progressing that far. Don't, wait, don't you touch a grace in the very beginning with that but one? But she mask? doesn't appear. If you, the next grace that you touch and sit at, you can touch the grace, uh, but you have to sit at the grace for the girl to show up. I so you. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I, I was like, why can't I level up? Is there like an NPC I haven't found yet? Like what, like what is going on? So that was my like hating myself moment. See, this is why I love like at certain points, like this is why I love like these open world games, especially when everybody gets to play them at the same time. I remember when like Breath of the Wild like first came out, my favorite part was telling people to come over to my place so I could watch them play the first like couple of hours of that game because everybody's experience is so drastically different. But uh, yeah, I would definitely say like in this game, they don't explain shit to you. Yeah, that's they the don't explain o- anything. That's the only pink smoke treasure chest I've ever found in the world. I've, and I've, I found a, a smoke treasure chest and it teleported me somewhere really fucking see, hard. It's just like, but like that's the first chest I opened in the whole game. And yeah, now that, that is funny. So then I'm like, <laughs> I've been playing this game for three hours. Yeah. And I've done nothing. Yeah. I've died to an, an invading NPC yep. dozens of times. Most accessible Souls game. Most yeah, accessible. Exactly. This is approachable, guys. Don't you know what approachable yeah. means? And so on the on the good note, like switching back to good things. Yeah. Because you, you kind of, the cat you made me think of, there were, there were probably I mean, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of these mini chambers, like yeah. mini dungeons that are really well thought out. Some of them are really yeah. short, but some of them are longer. Yeah. And there's always a boss at the end. And I think every single one's been different. Yeah. And so, that is insane. Uh, so the cat one, there was one time there's a cat without goblins or like a little statue. Uh, it, but I, it, it looked different, actually. I fought did two it? of the same boss you did. so far. I fought two of the same boss. And actually one of my, one of my notes on uh, combat was uh in regards to certain bosses oh, and maybe this is just yeah, a the bi- boat maybe this is just a byproduct of like this is an open world game and there's likely a hundred bosses in this game um have you guys noticed like multiple bosses different bosses using like the same animation for an attack because i've noticed like the one specific animation I've seen like three different bosses use. Really? And, and that kind of was like, ugh, fine, all right. It's the like, it was. Seams of the code. It was like a big, um, they had like a big weapon and they would kind of like scoop it right in front of them and then scoop it right in front Actually, of them again. Actually, that is interesting. Like that move I've seen like exactly the same motion like at like, least three times. Margit had uh, the stat, like put, punch into the ground and then pull it out and a big explosion happens like yeah. around him, right? Then the other uh, <laughs> boss that we fought literally yesterday did something very similar. But you're probably just... Yeah, I, I would imagine those, I bet, maybe are similar, but not the same animation. I bet that does... Yeah. There's probably overlap in more of the... Like the smaller dungeon bosses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I, I would uh, imagine that there would be a little that, bit. That was the case. I mean, you can definitely tell the difference between like in the context I was putting it before, like a, a boss that gives you a trophy and a boss that doesn't. Like, yeah. there's clearly like the main bosses. And actually, th- this speaks to what you guys are saying too. One of the notes that I I had about exploration was the way that the world is structured as far as like sizes of dungeons. There's like these sub 
dungeons that are like the caves where you explore and it's like that's like kind of an isolated thing then there's like the mid-sized dungeons which is what i would consider like the when you go south across the bridge like that castle that i would consider that like a mid-sized dungeon that was like a mid like a medium like a like a quest almost exactly like a quest and then there's like the big dungeons or like which are like entire biomes like storm uh, multiple stages yeah where it's like that felt like the like the entirety of zone one of demon souls you know what i mean you know it's funny that you mentioned it. Those little like chambers, don't those remind you of the chalice dungeons? A little bit. Like it's a kind little of bit. there's so much spirit of all of the previous games like yeah. locked into the Elden Rings. Some of them are a little different. Like I can definitely see a difference between like catacomb looking ones, yeah. like where that cat was in, mm-hmm. and just like a straight up cave. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, the, so the chalice dungeons they were all the same, right? Yeah. Like, literally. That yeah. was literally like the, the same. walls were the same. Yeah. But I've been, I've been impressed at the number of dungeons and the number of like the variety yeah. like yeah like maybe i can see the challenges this. presented in those places yeah like i i guarantee there's duplicated moves mm-hmm. and yeah. there's reused assets in, in certain ways but it's not something i notice they yeah. do such a good job of like covering things and adding detail yeah. over everything yeah have you run into patches yet no uh okay patches like you're not saying literally patches you mean like a character that's going to betray you um yeah sort of his, is it, is it, the, is it the edgelord guy? That's no, like no the, I'm not gonna say. I will say, uh, in um, what's the main map? You know called? the guy that I'm talking about, right? The guy who's like leaning against the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. That, that everybody that one note that says edgelord. Yeah, <laughs> I read that and I was like, that's who he is forever now. How did uh, how people you can't like even talk to him? Why can't you talk to him? How people transform their messages, like the messages, the pre-written messages to tell you specific things. Genius! It, I love it so much. What's so funny to me? I'm thinking about this from like a developer's perspective. They're gonna put this cool character hanging out against the wall, and like, oh, he's so mysterious. And now, because I have to imagine that that message is so highly rated, yeah, he's like Edgelord now, and everyone's like, Everybody's, damn it, yeah. like he was supposed to be, yeah, this like, mysterious, mysterious cool man. He's Edgelord. <laughs> um, but no, so in uh, just really quickly, the lake that you, the big lake with the stream that goes north, uh, right before Storm Stormgate, you should check. In that lake around that area, the the first lake, like outside of first step. Yeah, there's um, there's I uh, did something there. There's a bunch of little dungeons along like the 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 wall of that lake. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you should go check that out. I'll check that out. Um, I man, so so you there's another underground section that. So you guys said you found something with ants. Yeah, yeah. I would I would recommend going east somewhere east. We've not gone east yet. There's there's a thing that you do you eventually go underground this underground area is unreal like Like, beautiful or like beautiful really like i went down into this place and i like it was one of those moments where like you know you're going down a long elevator and then it reveals the inside and i remember once it revealed i was like holy shit i was like this looks so cool i think what's so interesting is that you could find a random hole in the wall and it could be that massive yep, dungeon, yeah. or it could be a little one. You just, it's just so crazy. Like, sometimes I think I'm just going to, oh, I'll, I'll pop in here and, mm-hmm. you know, get this little dungeon. But it's this massive area with multiple corridors. Dude, that, and that was exactly what it is. Like, I, I went into this small thing. And I was just like, oh, should I go this way or go down this elevator? I was like, no, I'll go down the elevator. And it was like, it, it opened an entire new biome. Like, an entire, like, quarter of the map. Or at least as much of the map that I can see so far. I was like, this is fucking I, crazy. I don't, no game has ever, there has never been a game that's this organic and in-depth. Yeah. Uh, it's it's sort of what I wanted 
I, I, of course, I absolutely loved Breath of the Wild, and this is the comparison everyone's making. Mm-hmm. Um, but it had weaknesses that this game just they just dove headfirst into. Like, there's just so much to do. It's well, not these random shrines. I was it's gonna like, say it's like the, sh- the shrines in that be- all, like were repetitive. The challenge itself was literally different, but it was also like you know it felt you knew the what same. you were getting same music, same same whatever. But in this one, it's like. You know, like you were saying, the challenge that's presented, the variety of challenges that are presented, and even the smallest nothing cave is so different and like rewarding. And then you get these these bosses at the end, and you're like, these are cool, thought out bosses. You know, yeah. um, it's it, it's uh, a type of thing too where when I started this game, you know, I was having this kind of shitty experience, all things considered. And in my head, I was thinking like, this is kind of just a Dark Souls game. Like, yeah. this is fun, yeah. but this is a Dark Souls game, and but it, it's really been the more I play it. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it more and more as I play it, as I explore things, the depth that I'm finding. And it, they, they keep introducing new mechanics, too. Like, there's things that we're still early game. Yeah. You know, there's a lot to do. Yeah. The first, that, the a first lot to great discover. when you unlock, it's like, it's like you're hitting me with a tutorial and I'm 10 hours or however many hours into this game. And it's, it's, it's like, I don't understand how great runes work or what even yeah, well, they it's, are. It's just a flat buff. Well, don't oh. tell them. Oh. But, well, all right. <laughs> thanks man uh so there's just a lot to do yeah. i'll ruin something for you did you know if you use two rapiers you have total different animations really yeah. i haven't actually power stance anything yet you so don't have I'll... to power sense anything you literally just equip the same type of weapon in one hand and the other and then l1 becomes a completely new move set of stuff it's, that's pretty it's awesome fantastic yeah I've, I've exclusively been using like a shield in my left hand a scimitar in the other scimitar and uh and then Silly i swapped the shield with my spells so i can like sword and cast yeah, like yeah. a battle mage you know yeah um I, yeah i found a turtle shell as my shield I've that's awesome that. yeah <laughs> that's awesome it's a little heavy but i love it that you know that speaking of turtles I also like the inclusion of the uh, the stone sword keys. Oh, so, yeah. So you yeah. can unlock like the special items in different places. I only remember that because... Did you find the turtle one? The turtle. The There's like a... A, a turtle yeah, cave? A, yeah, a turtle cave. That's the one you missed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know where that is. Because you get a really good talent from that. It's an insanely useful talent. Yeah, you <laughs> need to... I don't know where that is. Go to, Do you remember by, where it is? Yeah, it's by the boat uh, The boat ghost boss. The first boat? Okay, I know yeah, where that is. It's, a, it's like... If you're walking into the area with the boat goes, go oh, like I know what you're talking about to the, to the right. right. Yep, I know. I could didn't have a like a key then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I buy every single one of those as soon as I can because yeah. I'm, like I've encountered too many situations where I was like, fuck. Like I, I really know. wish I had yeah. one. And you're never gonna remember it because it's buried in a dungeon. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, that's, and it's not labeled on the map. So I know. Fuck. That's yeah. where the markers are not very useful. Yeah. Um. Interesting. One of the other atmosphere elements that I, I need to mention because it's man, it's just like wow, um, is the weather system. Yeah, like how the weather changes as you're walking around. It makes it feel so cool. Things like, change it looks too. Great. Like yeah. when it's raining and it's nighttime, there are sometimes different enemies that show up. Yeah, um, I was super impressed right away uh, with the storm storm front storm veil place yeah Yeah. it's so windy and like (laughs) gusting and but there it's rainy too it really gives that atmosphere and there's so many trees and you see like the shadows of like the flags waving and stuff it's like oh god it's It's, so nice because i I, it's funny playing dark souls or playing elden ring after uh pokemon arceus yeah mm -hmm. which did an admirable job with its limitations yeah but it's like you know (laughs) Flat, flat grass, flat grass, flat grass, tree, flat grass, rock, yeah. flat, you know, like it's, yeah. it's just, you can see they're just plugging and playing or whatever. Yeah. But this is like 
thick forest like so much that there's there's like intense shade and oh, you yeah. see everything rustling Dude. and leaves and animals and you know there's enemies hi- hiding everywhere and paths and it just feels so alive yeah. walking through the forest area i think that uh, we were with liz i think yeah. and it's like as we're walking through these forests it feels like like a fantasy movie yeah it feels crazy and and all the and the world is so expansive that the like you don't see the edges of the forest you start to feel like you're in a weird like claustrophobic forest yeah. it feels amazing dude there's there's so many moments like uh, you know there's like the uh in dark souls one there's like the the anor uh in orlando moment yeah like you, yeah. La- you land in in orlando and you look out and you're like holy fuck like this game just started you know what i mean and i feel like after Stormvale, like when you exit that room and you go to like the other side and you see like this sweeping map it's like, like that was like the breath of the wild exiting the cave moment where you're just like holy shit yeah. like there's so there's so much here how, i can go to all these places I, like I, I got there before i beat that castle too really yeah oh wow so like, do you unlock like the top half of the map yeah i got yeah i did that before i beat margit wow which is is weird that i let i don't know it was is weird margit that i even the, got there the first guy or the because goldwin Golden? he's the end guy yeah that was a fun fight. I that was that a pretty fun fight. Yeah. It was uh, very annoying. The fire is uh, pretty prolific. But anyway, yeah, going going through the game so far, I was about to say that uh, you mentioned the the Zelda like opening up the world kind yeah, of like yeah. moment. Uh, I've seen that in so many games now. Yeah. Like they've seen that impact of like showing you everything that the game has to offer right at the beginning. And then Death, uh, Dark Souls did the exact same thing. And you can see the giant like gold knight on the horse. And you can see out in the giant tree. And um, I love it every single time. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's impactful for yeah. sure. Can I share one story that like is killing me inside yeah. right now? So it's uh, it was one boss that I had to walk away from. So this was my, I opened a treasure chest and got gassed yeah. moment. So open a treasure chest, get gassed, and I appear in this shack inside of a cave. And I was just like, okay. Like, I, th- I thought it was like a prison or something. And I'm like, all right. Um, way underleveled for the situation that I'm in. Like, I'm not doing shit to any of these enemies. I'm like, this is horrible. But I eventually figure out how to, like, math my way out of, like, f- first escaping. But then I was like, but there's so much else on the, uh, like, in the other direction of this cave. So let me go in the other direction. So I go in the other direction. And uh, I finally reach a boss after dying a hundred times and it's like the stupidest thing um and this was the my first instance of kind of hating the design of the inside of one of the caves um because in almost any other scenario right before you get to a boss they either give you a grace or they give you a shrine of marika this one did not Mm. and i was like fuck so now so i get to the boss and the boss is fucking impossible like i i just i cannot figure out how to fight this thing at all like like i can't even get a tenth of his health bar off and i'm like i don't know what i'm doing here so i'm like i'm either under leveled or i'm using the wrong approach or i don't have like the right like maybe i need better like holy magic or maybe it takes electric damage like i i don't know like i i just need something else um but anytime I went back to try to find him, I had to go all the way. Have, has this happened to you where you have to literally go the entire length of the inside of a cave or dungeon to get to the boss? Like, I'm talking you're bypassing, like, 30 enemies to get to the boss gate. It's I, insane. Has, that's not happened to me before. Is it possible you're missing a shortcut? I really don't think so. I know you I said really you've done it a bunch. So. I was, like, very thorough about, like, going through this area. I mean... I, I hope that I did. I hope I missed one because the process to get to this boss is so 
unbelievably irritating that it's just like I. Uh, You're gonna I, find out that that boss is like close to the end of the game. I I will say that I mean this is the first Dark Souls game where. You go somewhere and you're like, I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. We, you know, even recently we went to a place, we were feeling pretty good. We just beat a boss or whatever. And we, we go to this new place and there's an enemy there that's like a special enemy. Yeah. But you know, whatever we've handled special enemies before. What does it look like? Rocked us. What does it look like? It's just a, it's a human mage. Okay. Oh, and dude. They yeah, the library destroyed us. Like a like an like a like a invader. Like no, a, it was just a, a human. Like it, was it a wasn't a, a phantom. It was a weird. I've never seen an enemy like this. So like you know the when I say human, it's like you go to the round table, you talk to those human. There's not yeah. like outlined in any color. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like one of them. They had a, just a, re- a per, just a person. They had a, a red person. name. Okay. Yeah. So definitely hostile. We were in some level, some library, and uh, we were like, library. Okay. I haven't found a library. She 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 has like a. Like soul arrow that she shoots, okay, Dude. and I'm like, dodge it. It hit the ground. The splash damage killed me in one hit. Dude, like, that's like if you fought those giants that shoot the arrows yet. Yeah, I have yeah. not gotten hit with the arrows though. I, dude, the arrows will fuck you up. But did, <laughs> you, did you know that if you're fighting multiple giants, you can have them shoot arrows at each other and it'll knock them down? Whoa, that's cool. yeah, it's awesome. Like, I have never been in a moment with oh. The, so yeah. so did you go in Stormvale? There's like this big ass bridge. Like if you're in Stormvale Castle on the right side, there's don't a even big tell bridge. them that. Don't even tell them that. There's a big bridge. <laughs> <laughs> explore stormville okay there's more there that's exactly right. what we were talking about before but oh literally yeah okay we're, we're just we were on a mission thank to you do- alex for for guarding my my <laughs> it's not your innocent like, mind you just happen to be talking about the exact thing that like we're on right now yeah trying to figure out oh that you're about to do so we 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 got the first great rune yeah and we didn't know where to put it oh i see and we were running all around trying to find out how to get across that bridge and I just literally today, I'm like, oh, we're idiots. You can literally just access this. Yeah. And that's what you're talking about. But Justin hasn't done that yet. Oh, okay. Did that's, you have? Yes. It's, so it's the only way to do that. Like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I mean, well, all right. No, but I'm, uh, I'm down. Part of the conversation, too. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So far, really enjoying the game. Feel like it could top, top, I don't know, top five games. Of yeah. all time, who top, knows? Top against all time, maybe. I don't know. I have What's to talk something off my list. I feel like we've been time? talking forever. We're yeah. Doing okay, actually. Um, yeah, not not too long. The only other notes that I had in here that we haven't talked about were crafting. Yeah, crafting is cool. Crafting. I haven't really crafted much. The bow and arrow, the the arrows that you can get from the crafting. Uh, I just I don't really go around killing animals all the time. Yeah, I'm I'm collecting as much as i can but not like diligently yeah and uh i find that some of it is a little confusing specifically the cracked pots yeah what's up with that so i'm not i'm not sure they're very expensive so i'm under the impression that when you throw one it breaks and you don't have it anymore but they're like they're like a thousand runes or whatever to buy one of them and you can't like there's no place to buy a lot of them so like Mm. i've only accumulated four total and i've turned them into like holy grenades but like i've never used one because i'm like well if i use it then it's gone you know what i mean but i feel like i have a haunting suspicion that it's like they stay with you permanently and like you use them to mix things that's what i thought they were yeah so like i can have a, a quantity of four holy grenades and then if I find another cracked pot, then I can have have a total of five. Oh, I and see I what you're use saying. all five, and then I can fill them back up. I can craft five more. You know, I, I literally thought the crack pot was 
Like you need it hmm. to craft things. Like I thought it was yeah, I know, a I crafting know. pot. Oh. No, I, I believe that they... Oh, that makes way more sense. I believe that they are the quantity of because like I can put I can make a poison one, I can make a fire one, yeah, yeah. and I can make a holy one. I've made two fire ones and I've used them literally last night. And there, so can you recraft into those cracked pots? I haven't really tried. Pots? I didn't really put too much hmm. thinking into it. That is a mechanic that they've used in other parts of the game, so that sounds likely. Yeah, like the memory, okay. uh, like memory, oh, memory stone. Memory Dude, I, those are probably my favorite things to do right now. Like mostly because I'm going for more of a, a magic mage, build, like casting yeah. type build. But uh, like finding the towers that have them in the chests. Oh yeah, I love that. I, yeah. I don't know, like they're they're micro little nothing moments. Wait, finding what? The the memory the magic. So, so there's like towers, like certain little like mage towers, and then if you like find them, you can like climb that's to the why, top, and there's a chest in the top, and they have memory stones. That's why I have one more oh, memory stone than you do. I think I, I must not find these or something. Like, I totally forgot that that's where I, I definitely. Yeah, that's they're, definitely they're scattered it. around the map. There, there's a, a okay. myriad of them. How um, many? How many? How many magic spells? Do you want? Like, I have six right now. Damn. I have, <laughs> I, I, so I'm definitely. I have three. So I'm yeah. missing. I'm, yeah, you, you can you find now. a bunch. I mean, you can also buy them from those weird like petrified witch sisters well, you can in buy the one. round table. Can they you only more? have one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I. Th- okay. Yeah. yeah then you might. Mm, yeah. Maybe I found the right. rest of them. I'll but they, to... keep an eye out for t- like, like it literally just looks like a mage tower, like a thin, tall, su- like a Merlin tower. Spire. Yeah, like a Merlin tower. Um, and all of them are different, and there's like different challenges involved in them and stuff, and and huh. creative ways that you have to like. St- like get inside the tower i'm surprised i missed this i'll have to look around yeah there, there's a couple of them i can't think of where one would like i yeah. can't even give you a direction of where one would be mm. um because there's no marker on the let, map let me know when you figure <laughs> out, but, let me know when you figure out that crackpot thing that is i was wondering about that too because they're so limited yeah and i got one at the end of a long offshoot and i was like yeah. what am, why do i want this well this is exactly what i did and like you know i mean I feel like every item has a white message before it that's like precious item. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, is it? This yeah. is just like cave moss. Like, yeah, right. Know. Exactly. Open a chest and get a mushroom. You're like, this, yeah. I don't want this. Perfect. Great. Have you guys found a mimic yet? No. Me neither. I keep and thinking. I'm so scared. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so Same. scared. The closest I've gotten was the, was the, the gas, the gas thing, trap. But, yeah. Yeah. I'm at a point where I've been desensitized, so I'm not. I'm not swinging my sword at every chest anymore. I'm just oh. going for it. I still do. I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going for because it. Because at, w- at some point, I'm going to be proven right. I'm going to yeah. be like, this swing was worth it. Yeah. Two things. And then I'm probably going to die to it anyway. <laughs> so far, two things I feel like they took out of the game that have been in other Souls games yeah. that I've noticed. They took out, so far, uh, invisible hidden walls that you have to hack and they appear. I've not found one. They exist. Damn it. Oh, shit. Yep. Because the, the, the first time I, I've cracked into one i was like fuck wow because <laughs> i'm gonna be the, hitting my sword on everything <laughs> because the tr- the troll messages are rampant early oh yeah game. it's so, a meme at this point yeah just, so i just stopped doing if, if, it. The, if this helps if this helps the time that i found them it was in a cave and the the puzzle of that cave was hidden walls okay so it's like i don't know if that was just isolated to I that see. area but like when i like you could have gone through this entire cave without knowing that and like you would you would have gotten a chest yeah but if you break through the wall you actually you find the boss that way um and yeah the the moment it happened i was like son of a yeah, bitch be, sorry the the, the, the the one other thing that's missing yep. that we were talking about this other day um i don't to my knowledge you can't cut like tails off and get a special weapon anymore yeah, I wasn't. There was some boss that I fought that had a a tail or or, or some some appendage, and I couldn't tell if I was doing more damage hitting that because I deliberately they, tried to. They do so. They do 
there, yes, a lot of enemies will you'll be able to do more damage to like their face or yeah. a certain part, but I don't think that part will like fall off. Like in mm. previous games, it literally falls off and you get a special sometimes you get a weapon from it, but you'll yeah. often get like a special uh, I mean, crafting they, ingredient. I, I often remember that that was a, a trait of dragons. I wonder yeah. like I haven't I haven't killed a dragon yet. I've been I, killed by a number of dragons. Yeah, I've seen dragons. You've I'm killed too, a dragon? No, I've seen dragons. I'm too afraid to like engage with them. Yeah. I don't Have think you, I've seen a dragon. There's more than one. Yeah, <laughs> I believe you. Um, They're scary. Did, so you guys did the, the ghost ship boss. So you yeah, did the death two, root thing? Yeah, there's multiple. I did do the death root thing um, with what's-his-face, uh, the like, masked guy who's like yeah. holding the sh- statue at the round table. Uh, um, did you did you go to like where you deposit the death root? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it does, but I was like, okay, cool. It's like a covenant kind of situation. Like in the old Dark Souls games. Yeah. Did you find a second death route? Yeah, I just did. I didn't. I don't know where. I haven't found a second death route yet. I've been trying to find one. We found. Uh, well, I don't know if I want to give it away though. But like, I mean, I think I found three. Well, really? I only have. Is there some? Two. So does it have anything to do with those weird statues that show that shine the blue light? No. So the blue light statues show you where there's a cave nearby or like a mini. Dungeon. Oh, I see. Yeah. So how do you find the other death route ones? Because so, the, the the eye thing that you get is like or some shit. Well, it says like, oh, this will, yeah, this will vibrate when you yeah. find stuff or whatever. So, but like, did that actually happen? Yeah. yeah. So we ran into that yesterday, and it was another boat guy. Is it because you were like, was it at night or something? Like, is there some? No. I've had I found daytime. no reason to change daytime. I nighttime. do it sometimes because it's scary. Yeah. Nighttime's scary. It gets dark. Um, Torches I, are really good. There were some uh, signs that say like try nighttime yeah. or something. So I've never actively done it, mm-hmm. but I would imagine that there are certain things that are only happening at night that you need the, to do The mechanic this for. wouldn't be there if it wasn't exactly. So, summer. but but have I done that? No. Yeah. So this is just question and answer time now. Yeah, I know, um, right? What was my what was my other question? So you you have done another death root thing. Did you explore the area outside of where the death root guy was? I think that's where I was accidentally exploring my my first day run through. Yeah, but like, there's that guy that's standing there who just wrecked me. The the dude on the stairs. Yeah blow past him <laughs> yeah. just run straight past him that area I, is worth exploring i just i i always i mean i know i'm gonna go back there eventually yeah not focused on it right now yeah but eventually yes yeah, yeah that's interesting that you do that because like a lot of the things that i feel like the way i like to eat into these like consume these specific games is like partially how the developer or director wanted us to like experience it. But then mm. also partially it's like there's games, this game is like actively telling me that this is not really a place that you're supposed to be at right now. See, I, I think that, I think that's like dark souls mentality. Cause that, yeah. cause it's walls. Yeah. This game doesn't have walls. This game's like, I, I just don't like blowing past like people. There's, but there's also like, I should, I don't like it, but there's also a fear that, that you get I'll, a weapon that will, no, 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 that uh, I'll forget. Like if I just blast through an area, and then I want to go and I want to explore the whole thing later on. Yeah. It's like, I don't usually when I go through an area, it's almost like I'm zigzagging. Like I'm getting yeah, everything right. in this yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. But if I blast past it, I'm like, it's hard to sort of circle back for me. Yeah. yeah. It's messy. Yeah, yeah. It's messy. So yeah. it, I'm, I don't like it for multiple reasons, but I think that's the biggest one where I don't want to like yeah. miss something. Cause I'm blowing past it and I'm like turned around. I, I guess the way that, that my, the way that I think about it or the the reason why I can justify it being okay in my mind is like if I, if I, 
If I 100% followed that mentality, I would have had to beat the dude on the horse right out of the gate. I did, and, I, and I did not do that. I spent like three I hours. I that guy. I said, you know what? Fuck this guy. I'm not fighting him. I'm, I'm going somewhere else. And that was the thing that I had with the Deathroot guy where it's like, yeah, there's this giant golem who's going to one-shot you no matter what. But I was like, no, I'm not going to fight him. I'm going to go past. Yeah, that's fair. And, and I was rewarded for it. And I, that I had to do sort of a, there's a better expression, but like a trial by fire. Like, my Dark Souls mentality said, there's a boss in front of me, you need to beat it. Yeah. And I killed myself trying to beat it, and then, of course, I accidentally went to another place that had the same issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I had to go past him eventually, and I, yeah. I came back to him later, um, and I enjoyed my time with it, but that was hard to let go. That, yeah. That's hard to, no, trust me, to I, leave that guy behind. I feel like I've had to do that a number of times. It's like, like and the, the times that I fully nope are like the, the times when I see dragons. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll go down a thing and I'll see a dragon, I'm like, not happening. Yeah, right. I'll literally be like, I will figure anywhere else not to go than this way. I, yeah, I'm getting used to it though. There, are like, like that wit, like that wizard mage person. Yeah, or there are other areas what, where you're what like, cardinal direction was that guy? What guy? The mage guy. North. Path, yeah, north. Full north. Yeah. Past Stormvale North. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I went a I went a long way past Stormvale and like. Well, then you met you you went it, past it and you kept going north. I, I went north up the cliffside on the left. We went cliffside right. right. Oh, yeah. you went you went through the swamp? No, to the right of that. Oh wow. Okay, yeah, I didn't I haven't touched okay, that so at all yet. Oh I haven't oh the swamp. No. Yeah, the swamp's in the middle. I went like halfway up the swamp and I was like, fuck that. I'm going to the I, Well the map's there. That's I hate where swamps. I got, yeah. You get the I got the map and I I'm like, the, I don't I'll do this later. I just yeah. swamps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's been interesting to explore and find things. I definitely it's it's interesting mostly to experience how each of us play this game and how differently we like to like play it. And I think that's been uh, it's been fun to like uncover. I definitely will start blowing past more stuff because I feel like maybe there are more things to like explore. But yeah, I would say I would say a good exercise is go to the death Route place and blast past that golem guy. Yeah, yeah, like where's the golem here's- guy? Here's a question for you. Uh, the guy right outside the death root place. Like if, if you spo- like oh if you that go guy that guy yeah yeah, yeah. And turn and yeah. standing the on giant the bird guy yeah. yeah yeah just run straight past and keep running because like he's gonna see you he's gonna aggro but if you keep running he'll stop aggroing and then like then you can explore and like mm-hmm. that area is worth your while yeah it's always fun when you you use your best attack his health barely goes down he doesn't move and then he slowly stands up yeah like, yep. Yeah, man, there's a boss I'm on right now where I'm I'm like hitting my head against the wall on this boss right now where it's just like, uh, it, so it's in, you said you got to like the red desert. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it, I think where I, that guy is. I have not been there yet though. So don't, yeah. don't say too much. So, so it's just like, I'm, I'm in this red desert place and like, I'm, I went like straight through the middle section yeah. of it and there is like. There's just a guy standing there, an enemy, right? And I was like, okay, like, I feel like this is the thing that I should be doing. And thus far, I, I can, like, I can like edge myself into, like, a sort of fair fight. But then the first, like, uh, if I get hit one time by him, it's just all downhill from there. Is it really, is it a really big bird? No. It's a, it's a human. Did, did you pass a really big bird? That's, like, in the like ruins? how big a bird? Like, Big no, <laughs> no, I have not. I've not. Maybe we're not talking about the same place. Northeast from this place isn't so much a desert as it is like a really noxious swamp. Okay, like oh, it's, it's Blighttown. No. Like I'm in Blighttown right now. Oh, totally different. Not the pl- not the same biome, quote unquote, as the Deathroot guy. No, not okay. even close. All right, all right. not even yeah, close. Okay, all right. Question for you, 
playing solo because this is something we don't have access to mm-hmm. do you summon like animals or skeletons uh, oh i haven't done that at all sometimes but they're mostly useless they're okay. they're really just for drawing aggro like I, so i i actually have like six or seven different yeah. ones that i can do right now and i mostly summon there's like this group of three knights yeah or, or like two like little knights and like one like proper knight um and they're like fine but really the the only thing that they're doing the only situations that I found them actually useful, because like if I'm slicing for like eighty to hundred damage per slice, they're attacking for like five to ten. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's very negligible damage. But like, so actually, in the boss that I'm fighting right now in this area, there's like ads. So it's like there's the boss and then there's ads. Um, so I'll summon like I'm sure you guys got the uh, the wolves. Yep. Yeah. So like I summon the wolves and the wolves go out and they just distract the ads. Oh, that's so cool. like they're just fucking around with them and then I'll just I'll have the opportunity to do some damage on mm. the main boss or at least separate the boss from the ads so that when the wolves inevitably die within a few seconds after the match starts, then I'll now I've got two separate chunks of enemies yeah, that I can fight and it kind of helps change it, the pace. But it's not at all like playing with another player. It's yeah. just, it's just interesting because you can't do that in co-op and yeah. it's I will say a big mechanic because it's like you get it's introduced and yeah. it's new yeah. and you get them. And I haven't explored that at all because yeah. just I haven't really I haven't incorporated it into my playstyle, and I'm playing with Justin so often that it doesn't yeah. like come into play. I would just try to do it. Yeah. What's funny? Uh, so I was talking to Jeff about this. He's playing Elden Ring as well, and uh, he, I was talking about the not wanting to play multiplayer thing. And part of my argument this is like what I was saying last week is that I feel like bosses aren't like designed. Like the AI is not designed to handle multiple characters yeah. right because it's like you're drawing aggro in different ways it's like it's meant for one like a 1v1 environment and jeff's point was like well i don't know if that's true anymore because now any single player person is pull like you can pull aggro in multiple directions because you can summon these random dudes and i was like that is a totally fair point i will you know? say the bosses definitely act different now than they did in other games because i think they expect you to be playing with other people Spe- a, a lot sorry finish your thought but I mean, specifically around like certain moves that are like these big charge up moves, and then they'll actively swap like you know focus oh, on like one to the yeah, yeah to like mix it up a little. That bit. happened with Goldwyn a lot because uh, you summon the the, yeah. the barbarian girl yeah. beforehand. Mar- Margit does this a lot too, where looking at Justin like ready to hit swings at me, yeah. Yeah. and not all the time yeah. either. And it is kind of interesting, too, because you can pull aggro so easily now by just hitting them in the back for a second, and they'll turn to the other player. Or, like Margit, you hit him in the back, and he jumps away so that you can't do anything else, and then he'll look at the person that's attacking him. They've, so They've also incorporated, to my knowledge, a lot more, like, the boss will swing behind them mm-hmm. um, or have, like, those AoE attacks where they punch the ground or do the, sw- like, a lot more sweeping things or... Yeah things that will not let you just sneak up behind them and just like poke yeah. them yeah gar what's that what's that godwin or goldwin goldwin whatever he did a move where he picks up a character and like chars him up in his dragon hand yeah and then as he's doing that fire shoots out from like behind him somehow mm-hmm. and kills people that are trying well, to like yeah he he ate you yeah shoved you in the ground and then hit you with fire yeah and that splash damage came out and killed me yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah which was upsetting yeah i i would use the barbarian girl to like bait she that. was awesome she yeah. was one she of the better so good she was yeah. one of the better npcs because we summoned roger 
He's his name's like Razor or something. Yeah, yeah. for the uh, for the Margit. He just kept running in there. I'm like, use your magic, dude. Yeah, he, he just he runs in there, is like hacking at him, and he just gets rocked. Yeah, he sucks. The summons that you <laughs> the, the summoned NPCs, I feel like they never dodge. Like, yeah, no. did they she make does. them stupider? The barbarian girl she? did. I was impressed with how she moved and how she acted and the yep. amount of and the damage that she was doing. Dude, there was like I so I was able to bait certain attacks from uh, Goldwyn or whatever, um, based on like my proximity to him. Like the the main one is when he does the the roll. Like the roll is so easy to get around, and yeah. every time I I was able to dodge the roll, she would do that like lightning tornado thing and yeah. it would fuck him up. And I yeah. was like, yes, like this is the only way that I'm gonna win this fight is like making sure that she does this at least once you yeah know? um also was it funny during that like transition cutscene during that fight how he's just like ah! screaming <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh gosh that was gross though but this game's gross like yeah it, there's so many details in the characters yeah and when you look close you're like this is disgusting like yeah. or just like in a good way yeah like i i, I kind of love the like the whole like art direction and the way yeah. it's like created like some of the bosses are just so cool. Like even just like bullshit normal regular ass I, enemies, you know? Some yeah. I mean, sometimes I found like we found a random dungeon and it has a random boss and it's just been something I have never seen before. Yeah. And he sucked. Yeah. It's like but they put time in. Give me to, an example. This guy was completely in shadow yep. and had a crown on. Um so he was all dark, but he had some like green, something green above his head. Yeah. And the crown spikes flickered out like tentacles and would like throw it at you. And you're like, what the hell is this? That's so cool. And he died so quick. Yeah. But it's like someone animated this individual person, or, like yeah, this yeah. weird ass monster for this specific dungeon that yeah. I've never seen before. So can I, can I give you an example? Yeah, sure. Also, so a uh, similar situation. I'm in a cave and. I hear or I, I see a message before the shadow thing, right? Um, and the message is like, you know, uh, dodge carefully and look for light or something. And I was just like, okay. So when you walk in the uh, in the room, there's like this, uh, it's like a spirit knight. And he's like huge and he's got this giant lance and he's so fast. Like the second you walk in, he's just like, like long, like full screen fucking stabbing you and stuff. I was like, this is ridiculous. So I was able to get into enough of a, of a rhythm where I'm like attacking him and doing all this sort of stuff. But it's like so hard and his health's not going down. Like his health's going down, but the boss health isn't going down. I'm like, what the hell? So then as I... I keep doing the boss. I, I read the note again. I'm like, look for light. Like, what is that? And then when I get into the room, you notice, like, if you pay really close attention, there's like a section of the room that's like, there's, that's like highlighted. There's just light there. So I was just like, huh? So I ran over and just swiped at it. And there's an invisible snail that huh. appears oh, when you wow. hit it. And that's the boss. So like you get like two hits and then he disappears and appears somewhere else. So you're just kind of kiting this one enemy while you're finding this like invisible other enemy in the room. And, and that's was, just a random boss. This is what I'm saying. Like just some normal cave. Like no no trophy attached right. to that boss. But I was like, this is so unique and cool yeah. and interesting. Like. Oh, it, yep. it's it's fun. I'm 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 excited to see more and more of things yeah. like this. I remember I made a comment to you after we were playing for like seven or eight hours. I checked my trophies. I had one bronze trophy. Yeah, like they don't just give those out, you yeah, know. No. And I ex I felt like I had explored a lot and I was doing a lot and I had one fucking trophy. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't care about, but I I just. It was it, just funny it, because I realized they weren't popping on my screen. Yeah, well, to, to me, it's like a reflection of scope, right? Yes. Like, so I think, um, 
I don't think I know. I, I'm pretty sure like we're all floating under 10% at this point, like seven or eight percent. I'm sure. Um, and I'm looking at the trophy list and I'm like, we have it like haven't not, even scratched the surface really. Not even close. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, like there's and I fought it's I a must, lot of game. <laughs> I must have at this point beaten like, I don't know, a dozen bosses. I like I I honestly don't in, know. In a game like this, I feel like organically we'll probably get to 35 40%. Like if you, when yeah. we by the time we beat the game, yeah. I feel like that's normally what happens in an open world game. Yeah. When you beat it, you look at the trophies, you're at like 35 40, you're like what the hell? Yeah. I'm excited to hunt all these down though because like if if it's all new content and like yeah. new enemies, I'm Everything like, yes, feels I'm new. It. So it's not it's not like uh, Assassin's Creed, like, gotta go over to this tower or, you know, any I'll of those use, games. I'll use a guide to find all of the caves. I don't give a crap. Well, <laughs> I, will, I will probably, after I, like, yes. beat the game yeah. or or know I'm at the end of the yeah, game yeah. or something. I mean, um, I did that with Breath of the Wild. I tried really hard to find them all organically. No, but I mean, not that's not fun. Not and, yeah. I mean, I'll beat the game. Like, I'll do it myself. But, I yeah, after I'm done with what I want to do, yeah. Yeah, I'm totally fine with, like, exploring the world, looking up stuff, I like, really, finding I'm, those things that I never found. I'm kind of fearing, like, Googling, like, uh, Elden Ring map, and it's just, like, covered yeah, in shit. Don't like, do it. It's uh, way bigger than I thought it was. I thought it was sort of a small game at first. Yeah. It yeah. just keeps getting... It's so big. Yeah. 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 The the first time I zoomed out, I was just like, oh, yeah. Was, okay. Yeah, 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 Ma- yeah. Manageable. And then you beat Stormvale, and you're like, oh. <laughs> is it yeah. bigger? How many more times is that going to happen? Yeah. You know? it, it, it literally expanded, right? Yeah. Like the, yeah. Because it looked... like, top quadrant. Yeah. It, like, doubled the map size. Insane. I was like, this is crazy. And there was, like, I, I had, at that point, not even explored, like, half of what I saw. Or, right. Or what was in that first section of the map. And there's still stuff I'm missing from, like, the original section. You know, there's just so much to find. Yeah. yeah. Okay, guys. I feel like we could keep going forever. I know. I could talk this, about this game forever, but... Yeah. yeah. I feel like we probably will keep talking about it for quite some time. But I'm excited I mean, to hear Liz's perspective next week. Definitely. And next week, I mean, in two days, uh, Gran Turismo is coming out. I'm certainly playing that, so I'll be talking about that next week. Um, but you better believe... Elden Ring is like the main focus right now. Yeah. I'm definitely um, going to keep going on this most, for a while. Most definitely. But yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you everyone for listening and joining us uh, on this week's podcast. Thank you, Justin. And thank you, Alex. Thank yes. you, Justin. No problem. And we will see you all on the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.